Today we're going to talk about slavery and Western expansion. When the nation gained territory from the war with Mexico, the controversy of slavery intensified. Will the new states be slave states or free states? Many people escaped from slavery and headed north. Southerners believe that Article 4 of the Constitution gave them the right to retrieve these runaway slaves. Some Northerners had strong beliefs and helped runaways. The new land that we gained from the war with Mexico created a new question. Should slavery be allowed? A Democratic representative from Pennsylvania named David Wilmot proposed an idea. He believed that the territory the United States gained from Mexico should be free. Wilmot's proposal outraged Southerners. They believed any anti-slavery decision will threaten slavery elsewhere. The bill passed in the House, but the Senate refused to even vote on it. Southerners believed American settling had the right to bring along the property, their slaves. The Senator, Senator John C. Calhoun, Cal, sorry, Senator John C. Calhoun warned that civil war would happen if Northerners failed to recognize these concerns. Many moderates or people in the beginning began searching for a solution. Lewis Cast suggested citizens in this new territory should decide for themselves if they wanted to allow slavery or not. This idea is known as popular sovereignty. Popular sovereignty sovereignty appeared to or sorry appe- appealed strongly to many members of Congress because it removed slavery from politics. Within a year of President Zachary Taylor's inauguration, the issue of slavery took center stage. The discovery of gold in California caused the territory to apply for statehood. They had to decide, would California be a free state or a slave state? Traces of gold are found in Sacramento, and Sacramento arrived there in California, hoping to make fortunes. Gold mining towns sprang up overnight, and the chaos began in California. California decided decided to enter the Union as a free state. So at this time, there are 15 free states and 15 slave states. Southern politicians were very annoyed with this issue not being resolved, and they began to, began to talk of succession. Um, one second. Uh, okay. Only 16 months after taking office, President Taylor dies unexpectedly. President Taylor dies and his vice president, Fillmore, takes office. Congress passes the Compromise of 1850. This says four main points. Point one. New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona, and Utah would be organized without mention of slavery. Sorry, slave trade would be abolished 
in the District of Columbia. Number three, California would be admitted as a free state. And number four, the Fugitive Slave Act would pass. Within this compromise, the Northerners really disliked the Fugitive Slave Act because under this law, a slaveholder could take alleged runaway slaves into custody. If they did this, they would receive $10. If they found slaves and said, and they said, and if they said they were not runaways, they would only receive $5. You can see this wasn't really fair. A person who refused to cooperate would be jailed. The accused slave would be brought to trial but could not testify. They would be sent back to the South. Many Northerners refused to recognize the Fugitive Slave Act. They justified their defiance because it was morally wrong. These anti-slavery activists often used the words of Henry David Thoreau to justify their defiance. And they said, if the law requires you to be in justice, then I break the law. Resist Resistance becomes very, very frequent and it becomes public and very violent. Many African Americans escaped from the South using the Underground Railroad. The Underground Railroad was a well-organized network of abolitionists who helped free thousands. The most, famous con the most famous conductor of this was Har Harriet Tubman. Harriet Beecher Stowe began uh, writing Uncle Tom's Cabin. In her novel, she depicts the life of an evil man, of an enslaved man, and his evil overseer. Southerners were outraged by the novel and said it was fake. In 1852, Franklin Pierce was elected president. During this time, the Transcontinental Railroad was being built. This was a railroad that would cross the entire country. This railroad would help promote further growth in new territories. But it would also bring up that question, should we allow slavery in these territories? In the Kansas-Nebraska Act, Stephen Douglas proposed to repeal the Missouri Compromise. He thought dividing the regions into two territories, into two territories, Nebraska and Kansas, he wanted to make Nebraska a free state and Kansas a slave state. Kansas became a battleground between people favoring slavery and opposing slavery. Missouri settlers would, would move into Kansas and bring their slaves. When that happened, Northerners responded by moving into the territory and creating an anti-slavery majority. Bleeding Kansas became a battleground as territorial civil war. By the end of 1856, 
200 people have died in Kansas and 2 million worth of damage had been caused. The growing violence over slavery even came into the government. Senator Charles Sumner was an abolitionist who delivered a speech accusing pro-slavery senators of causing bleeding Kansas. He singles out a man named Andrew Butler, a South Carolina who, um, uh, what's it, uh, of South Carolina, Andrew Butler of South Carolina. Andrew Butler is second cousins to Preston Books, and he does not like that. So he approaches Sumner's desk in the chambers, in the Senate chambers, and uh, he beat him over the head and severely injured him with his cane. Many Southerners considered Brooks a hero. Some even sent him canes to replace the broken original one. In some of the canes were even was even inscribed, hit him again. <laughs>